Welcome to the Battlestat Sports Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. Welcome to the Battlestats Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Nino's Corner Battle. And today we're going to go over the NFL, um, you know, like your pre-draft analysis and things for your for your fantasy football. Um, but to start off, what is Battlestats? Uh, you know, so Battlestats is um, a formula that um, I created about three years ago. Uh, you know, I'm a Texas uh, Longhorn fan and a Texas Longhorn graduate. Um, so, you know, I love to track the football team and the metrics of the team. So, you know, I actually created my own formula and I named it the BSN, which is the battle stat number, um, which tracks the effectiveness and the actual efficiencies, um, of teams. Um, you know, so from that number spawned off the, the actual player portion to where I was able to track, um, players effectiveness and, um, you know, their actual efficiencies also, um, and I did that for, you know, some college players. And then I ended up uh, actually doing it for the NFL. Um, so basically it's a QBR, you know, like for wide receivers, um, running backs and tight ends. So basically all your skilled players minus the quarterback. Um, you know, the the formula, you know, I would say was so good that um, I was able to, you know, to get picked up um, with a sports agency and use those metrics to actually um, look for uh, – different clients for their sports agency and it is very, very successful. So um, let's uh, press forward um, with the NFL and let's go over a few key things. So uh, just um, a few key parameters when it comes to the battle set number, um, you know, like for the NFL, your average wide receiver is going to have a BSN of around, let's just say 50. You know, um, your average uh, tight ends also, you know, should be about the same also. So I broke it up into two categories, you know, um, why, you know, wide outs who had uh, targets of more than 50 and wide receivers who had targets of more than 25, you know, they were in that 25 to actually 49 range. So if we look at the, uh, the wide outs right now, I'll go through the top guys here. Um, the leading wide receiver when it comes to having – a BSN was Tyler Lockett from the Seahawks, uh, you know, um, uh, 86.5. So he was the number one wide receiver when it came to effectiveness and, and um, actual efficiencies. Next was Michael Thomas from Saints, uh, followed by number three, Julio. I'm not, not Julio, sorry about that, guys. Julio Jones. Um, fourth uh, was T.Y. Hilton. Fifth was uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, seven, uh, no, I'm sorry, six was DeAndre Hopkins. Seven was Brandon Cooks. Um, eight was Mike Evans. Uh, nine was Tyler Boyd uh, from Cincinnati, and ten was Juju Smith-Schuster um, from Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, this guy's got a lot of value. This guy's got a lot of value. Uh, one thing that you'll realize is that it's not uh, based basically off of uh, like a fantasy football kind of draft thing. Um, you know, so Tyler Lockett was my number one guy. He had the least amount of yards of all these guys. You know, 965 yards. Um, but when it came to uh, him, he had uh, 10 TDs, which uh, his TDs um, per target rate was around 14%, which is very high. Um, if you take a look at the different numbers, 14% was second in the league, only to Mike Williams, 
um, from the uh, Chargers, uh, and he had an awesome season also. Um, another thing, uh, his uh, catch percentage, talking about Tyler Lockett again, well, it was it was 81%, which, if I'm not mistaken, led the league for – I'm sorry, it was second in the league again um, to uh, wideouts who had uh, more than 50 targets. Uh, first in the league was Michael Thomas. Um, first down for target, uh, Lockett was pretty high on there also. He was number two again. He had uh, 53% compared to Mike Williams, 55% and um, yards per target. Yards per target, um, Lockett was number one in the league uh, at 13.8 yards per target. Uh, Second in the league was Mike Evans uh, from Tampa Bay at uh, 10.96 yards per target. So when it came to being effective and efficient, uh, you know, uh, Tyler Lockett was that guy. Um, Now, you know, so once it comes to like your fantasy drafts, you can use these uh, metrics for your uh, drafts also. Um, but uh, Lockett will be a good first um, first wide receiver. I wouldn't say the first wide receiver taken in a draft, but a good number one. Uh, but more than likely, probably a uh, um, a very good number two receiver. When it comes to you having like a number one receivers, guys, it's going to be the Michael Thomases, your your Julio's, your uh, your uh, Tyreek Hills, your DeAndre Hopkins was a monster this year. He always is. Your Brandon Cooks and your Mike Evans, right? So um, some sleepers, so guys, some sleepers. Uh, when it comes down to the to the BSN, let's take a look. Some sleepers that I had on this team were. So I look into that forty range. Let's look at the BSN ranks again. Uh, descending down, well, no, ascending. Sorry, that guys. Uh, in the forty range, from guys who had more than more than forty. Tar- no, I'm sorry, more than fifty targets. Uh, the BSN ranks. A guy like Kenny Stills. Uh, Kenny Stills is right around like the average receiver rank of forty nine point nine. You know, so he had a BSN number of that. So you know, right around an average receiver. But uh, Kenny's very explosive. You know, a guy. Who, had a had a, a longest year, seventy five yards, um, uh, you know, around five hundred and fifty yards or so. You know, so he's another guy that's going to put up some yards for you. Another guy, of course, you all know Jarvis Landers, the guy who's a production receiver, uh, a volume receiver. Uh, John Brown from Baltimore is so always sneaky good. Robbie Anderson from the Jets. I had him last year on my team. He was he actually gave me some you know you know some much needed points. And, and Nelson Angular. Now, if I go and look at guys. Um, who were who had 25 to 49 targets? Uh, number one guy was Will Fuller, and only because he was hurt for the majority of the season. If he can ever stay healthy, he'll definitely be on that on that list of 50 plus targets. Um, his BSN was around 61. Um, now, if you go to the 50 plus target guys, you're looking at BSN of 61, and would have put him right around uh, number 18 or 19 or so. So he's you know definitely in the top. Um, you know, like the top 20 receivers, if he can, uh, you, know, you know, stay healthy. Next guy's Cooper Cup, who's also, if, if he can stay healthy, you know, he had a, a pretty gnarly um, uh, injury there right before the season ended. Um, Rashad Higgins is another one. Um, he's a great second receiver or third receiver in your drafts, guys. Um, but my sleeper for this, guys, is going to be a guy like uh, Tawan Taylor from Tennessee. Uh, it just depends on if he can get the ball. If Marcus Mariota is going to start, um, well, he – he will start, uh, but uh, if he can get in the ball, um, be on the lookout because I got a sneaky feeling that 
um, Tannehill's going to end up taking that job. I and mean, if he takes that job, he's going to get that ball out a little bit more than Marcus Mariotti is. Uh, and another sneaky guy, David Moore from Seattle. He had a really sneaky good season, 17.1 yards for a catch, um, uh, 445 yards. So you can get a guy like that as your third receiver. That would be amazing. Uh, and Marvin Jones Jr., uh, you know, he was hurt last year. He's usually like one of your number one guys, but, he, you know, he, he was a little hurt last year. He's a little, you know, just a bit banged up. When it comes down, guys, let's go to the tight ends next. We'll finish up with the uh, with the running backs. So tight ends. Um, when I look at the top ten tight ends, um, when it comes to being um, efficient and effective, uh, George Kittle uh, came in at sixty nine point six. He was our number one ranked tight end. Travis Kelsey was number two at sixty six point six. Down to OJ Howard sixty three point eight. Uh, and then down to Jared Cook at 59.4 and Zach Ertz at uh, 58.1. And then so on and so on to Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews had a really good season. The uh, rookie from um, Oklahoma, uh, Jesse James, he had a really good season. Also, he was your number seven guy. Uh, number eight, Chris Herndon from the Jets. Uh, nine, Rob Gronkowski, who's now retired, so you can get him out the list. Vance McDonald from Pittsburgh also. Pittsburgh had two really good tight ends. So uh, any one of those guys you can pick up as your starter, you'll be fine. Um, But uh, number 10, number 10, number 10, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis had a really good season last year when it came to being efficient and and, uh, effective. But the yardage wasn't there. Uh, He was just very effective when he did get his hands on the ball. Uh, uh, Eric Ebron was another guy. 750 yards um, and 13 touchdowns. Will he duplicate 13 touchdowns again this year, guys? Probably not, but um, 750 yards is nothing to sneeze at um, when it comes to your tight end. So, um, But if you're picking, guys, you got to look at George George Kittle, Kelsey, uh, Zach Ertz, uh, Jared Cook. You know, uh, O.J. Howard's number three in this list only because he was very effective. Um, he had a catch percentage that was amazing uh, for a tight end at uh, 71%. Um, uh, had one of the highest yards for target, um, if I'm not mistaken, maybe the highest, um, which he was. He was the highest yards for target for tight end at 11.8. Um, his TDs for target, uh, his was around 10% or so. He was uh, 10.4%. Uh, the highest was uh, Cameron Bright, uh from you know from Tampa Bay also uh, at uh, 12.4. I'm sorry, 12.2. Um, but Eric Ebron had uh, his TDs for target was 11.8. Your first time for target when it comes to efficiency, guys. Your first time for target for tight ends, uh, OJ Howard, um, and your catch percentage for tight ends. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's Howard. If he's not the first, he's in the top. He's in the top uh, probably 10 or so. Uh, actually, he is a one, two, three, four, five, six versus OJ. Uh, he's, he's a little farther down. He, he's like uh, number 11. Um, but yeah, so this to show who are the most effective and most efficient tight ends. Um, and like I said before, it is your Zach Ertz. Uh, it is your uh, your uh, Kittles, your Kelseys, and also um, uh, O.J. Howard. All right, so uh, I would love to see what O.J. could do if Jameis can give him that ball a little bit more, but you know, we'll see. He also shared that with uh, with Cameron Braid also. Well, you know, so you know, so Cameron Braid got uh, forty nine targets. Uh, Howard got forty eight targets. 
Uh, Brent got a 30 reception. And Tyler got 34. So with the split in time with the uh, with the tight end duties, is very similar to Pittsburgh's. You know, uh, Kittle from San Francisco was pre- was pretty much primarily the, the only tight end. Um, Travis Kelsey of uh, Kansas City was basically the only tight end and basically just like a glorified receiver. And Zach Ertz is pretty much the only tight end also. Um, you know, they did draft a kid um, last year. Uh, I forgot his name. Um, is it Gertz? Gertz? Uh, was he from South Carolina? So, uh, no, Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Yeah, that's his name. You know, so he got some targets too. He had, uh, you know, 44 targets and 33 receptions. But uh, Philly likes to utilize that tight end a lot more than, than teams like Tampa Bay. So, but anyways, um, the key takeaway here from the tight ends is uh, O.J. Howard is very effective. You're, you're number three most efficient guy per our BSN stat. Um, but his numbers aren't going to be amazing like these other tight ends when it comes to your fantasy leagues because uh, he doesn't get the opportunities and the targets like these other guys get. Uh, so let's take it down to the running backs, guys. Uh, when it comes down to the running backs, let's look at um, – uh, Running backs when it comes to I have it have it separated right so I have it to have a BSN rushing number which uh, shows the running backs uh, BSN number based upon the carries and I have a BSN reception number um, which shows uh, what their numbers are based upon the receptions and then I have a BSN total um, which I um, merged the two in with a you know a special formula that was a little bit more heavier weighted on rushing because that's what you want your running back to do right um, so. When it comes down to just rushing, um, rushing the ball, BSN rushing, um, uh, Todd Gurley was number one last year, uh, followed by Saquon Barkley. Uh, Gurley at, at a 72.18 um, BSN number. Barkley was at a, a 71.3. And then next was Philip Lindsay. Um, Philip Lindsay was a really, really good back, you know, to – to have um, you know over a thousand yards rushing as a rookie, um, and he's a smaller back too, around five eight, one hundred ninety, one hundred ninety five pounds or so, um, but he came in really, really, really strong. Um, BSN rushing number sixty seven point nine, so basically sixty eight. Um, next was Nick Chubb, who I got to eat crow on this. Um, when Cleveland drafted Nick Chubb, I was not a fan of that draft. Um, I thought that they could have got uh, some different players in that draft, pretty much the whole draft, but. Whoever is the GM at Cleveland really did a great job with the players. Uh, Baker Mayfield's turned out to be um, everything that they could have wanted and dreamed of. Um, the cornerback, you know, uh, that they got from Ohio State was awesome also. And then Nick Chubb, you know, I thought they could have got somebody better at that pick, but he proved to be the right guy for that system. He logged in the fourth best BSN rushing number in, uh, in the league uh, last year as a rookie. And, uh, you know, with, with him rushing for almost a thousand yards, 996 yards, and not starting that that many, he only started nine games that year. It's truly amazing. Uh, next guy on the list when it comes to BSN rushing is uh, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. So uh, he's on holdout now, right? So we uh, we're gonna see if he's gonna be in this year. Joe Mixon, sneaky, sneaky good guy. Um, very, very sneaky good. Uh, he's gonna have a monster year this year. You can kind of feel it. Derrick Henry was another guy who was who was really good. He came in at number seven on the list when he just comes just to strictly rushing, guys, strictly rushing. Um, you know, he had over, let me see, uh, almost 12, almost 1,200 yards from scrimmage. But when it comes to rushing, uh, let's take a look. He had uh, uh, 
1,059 yards. Um, number eight was Alvin Kamara. Uh, nine, Aaron Jones I'm from Green Bay. And then Kareem Hunt, who will more than likely have a six-game suspension this year. So uh, we're definitely not picking up any fantasy leagues. Um, Isaiah Crow, Crowell, uh, 685 yards. He was the next guy in line, number 13. Um, then Marlon Mack from the from the Colts. I expect bigger things from him this year. He had a pretty great year for a uh, rookie last year. And Chris Carson, Chris Carson, um, one thousand one hundred and fifty one yards. Uh, he used to tailback from uh, Seattle. Uh, Surprised at the numbers that he got last year, but he had a really, really, really good year last year for a rookie. Uh, James Conner, you know, as we know, um, you know, came in and filled in for um, who actually took the job from. Uh, from Le'Veon Bell when, when he didn't report. So he had a really good year last year also. He came in as our number 16 back when it comes to rushing. And then Matt Breida. Matt Breida actually led um, the overall running backs um, ratings. And I'll get into that, you know, in a, just a minute. Um, but, uh, yeah, he came in at number 17. So now let's look at uh, BSN receptions. All right, so... When it comes to receptions, perception ranks. Uh, give me a second, guys. Reception ranks. The number one receiving running back in the league is Christian McCaffrey. All right. Uh, his receiving uh, BSN number was higher than every other wide receiver in the league, minus. Um, Tyler Lockett. Now he had an 84.25 uh, BSN receiving number, which is strictly amazing. Um, his BSN rushing number uh, tacked in at number, uh, I think 11 at a 51.7, but uh, uh, it's on the composite list. So let's go back and let's, let's talk about this again. So it's when it comes down to um, the guys I track who have receptions, it is, Guys who record at least two receptions a game. So you're looking at uh, 32 receptions. Um, and then guys who rush the ball over 100 times. And so um, that list is very small. Um, it's a list of only 21 uh, people. And so, yeah, we can go through that now. Um, so uh, Christian McCaffrey was the highest ranked. Uh, number two was Alvin Kamara. He had a 69.2. Uh, BSN receiving, um, and Melvin Gordon at 66.5, and then down to Todd Gurley at 66.1, uh, Saquon Barkley, a monster season for a rookie, uh, 64.4, uh, and then Austin L. Uh, Austin uh, Eckler, uh, I can never say his name right, guys, um, but he um, he's from the um, from the Chargers, you know, of course, so he had some good duty last year. Um, basically spelling Melvin Gordon. I think he went out with an injury and he ended up getting, you know, some carries. So, you know, he was the seventh rank. And then you go down to Tevin Coleman, who's always sneaky good. Um, and then Zeke. Zeke was not that effective last year, guys, per my metrics. I mean, he was just all around good. Um, but he finished when it comes to receiving uh, 59.45, which is good. Um, and his rushing was around 52, which I, which I thought was kind of crazy. He was a little low. But Zeke uh, last year had – the thing that, that kept him down was um, Zeke had, if I'm mistaken, he had a few fumbles, six fumbles. Those six fumbles cost him. 
Uh, fumbles are, um, you know, it's the number one thing you have to do as a running back is keep your hands in the ball. And so fumbles really limit Zeke's effectiveness and efficiency. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's why his, his numbers came out so low this year with, with, with his fumbles. Um, now, let's take a look. Uh, oh, the, the next person line. The guy I think somebody's really seen can get to is Dalvin Cook. You know, he's coming after the injury. I think it's going to be really good. Um, he, his catch percentage um, was was second highest amongst all – no, no, it wasn't third, fourth, fourth highest amongst all the running backs uh, behind um, Deion Lewis uh, for the Titans, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, who else? Uh, Kerryon Johnson, who had a, a, a really good season last year too when it came to receiving and rushing. And then, they, then there was uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, but I expect big things from Dalvin Cook this year. I think he's going to be fully healthy. Um, and he'll greatly um, uh, expand upon what he did last year. Uh, so let's take a look at the total BS in the ring for the running backs, guys. And this is where I do a combination of the BS in rushing and the BS in receiving. I combine these two numbers with a with a formula, and I come out to to a number to to a BSN number total um, that combines those two. And, and here are my top ten um, running backs last year when it comes to efficiency and effectiveness um, with running the ball and receiving the ball. And just remember, at least 100 carries and at least 36 receptions. Ty Gurley number one, uh, BSN total is 71.3. Uh, Saquon Barkley was number two last year at 70.3. And I got a feeling he's going to be the first pick of many people's drafts this year. Melvin Gordon was shockingly number three at 65. Very effective, very efficient runner. Uh, Philip Lindsay, number four, 64.6. Uh, number five was Kamara at 63.6. Uh, Joe Mixon at number six. Like I said, keep Joe Mixon on your mind. Guys, that guy's going to be very effective and efficient this year. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, you know, drops down to number seven at 56.2. And then James Conner at 55.8. And then next was Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott at 53.1. And Austin Eckler at 51.6. So those are my top 10. Um, the next tier were the next tier. So the guys sub, sub those top 10 were guys like Kerry and Johnson. Um, at number 11, at 51.6. Um, Tevin Coleman, of course, who well, I know Tevin's a beast. Um, Mike Davis uh, from uh, – where's Mike Davis play at? He plays at Seattle, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Mike Davis. And um, the next after Mike Davis was Keon Drake. And Keon Drake is really good. He catches the ball really well. I think the thing that held Keon Drake back was he didn't have the rushing numbers. Um, wasn't as effective as a rusher, but man, he caught the ball very, very well. 477 yards, had a bunch of targets, 73 and 53 receptions. I think his catch percentage was pretty high to it, 73%. So, yeah, he was pretty good. David Johnson, um, he actually uh, played every game last year, started every game last year. You remember just two years ago, uh, well, not two years ago, three years ago, guys, uh, he was probably like the number one guy. And then uh, the year before last, he broke his wrist in the first game. Um, and I picked him as my number one pick between him and Le'Veon Bell. I screwed that up because he broke his hand in the first game or or he broke his wrist. Last year he played in all 16 games but with an offensive line that wasn't that great for the Cardinals. Uh, his numbers uh, drastically went down, only 446 receiving yards, 940 rushing yards. Uh, actually, that's not that bad, actually, but it, it's not up to the standards that we thought he was going to have. Uh, after him was Dalvin Cook, guys. Um and then uh, Shady McCoy, 
uh, and after Shady, uh, TJ Yeldon. But Yeldon had a really good season last year. I mean, he had younger Jacksonville because uh, he came in uh, for for Ned after he got hurt. And then Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis put cares um, with um, with Derrick Henry. But the, but the thing about Deion Lewis was he was their third down back who caught a lot of balls. Um, but his rushing numbers were actually pretty good too at, at five hundred seventeen yards. But um, yeah, he's a good change of pace back that you can use. Um, so yeah. Bang for your buck this year. It's not. It's not going to be Todd Gurley. I don't think he's going to have the numbers that he had last year. But bang for your buck is definitely going to be Saquon if you can get him. Philip Lindsay is going to be a beast again this year. Uh, Kamara, of course, you know. But Joe Mixon is my sneaky pick, guys. Joe Mixon is my sneaky pick. I think he's going to be really good. A lot of people aren't really paying attention to him. Um, and Carryon Johnson is going to fill in. Carryon is going to do something good this year. Um, he was training well last year and it's really coming on. So um, one thing I do want to point out you want to look at a guy who has great yards after catch and Christian McCaffrey is that guy, 848 yak yards after catch. Um, Saquon, 754. And then after that, Alvin Kamara, 647. Ty Gurley, his is 587. I, I expect that to go down. Zeke, of course, 580 is strong. James Conner, 541. So these guys are getting hit, but they're not going out in that first hit. These are guys that you want because they're going to make uh, a two-yard pass. Uh, you know, So they'll make like a two-yard uh, catch. Uh, an easy eight-yard uh, catch or, or or a ten-yard catch that goes for a first down. So, did all that to to say, guys, that um, that's the NFL side of the house, right? So, not only do we NFL, but we do certain college players also. So, you know, colleges where I first started, I uh, I love college ball. Like I said, I'm a I'm a Texas grad. You know, hook them. Um, but let's go and look into some of my data analysis, some of my player spotlights. So. Uh, player spotlights. We'll go over a couple today. Um, Texas plays Louisiana Tech on Saturday night. Um, uh, I expect Texas to win this game, and they should win fairly easily, hopefully. You know, however, uh, Louisiana Tech has a wide receiver um, by the name of Adrian Hardy, who is a man child, probably the best wide receiver in Conference USA. Is between him and. Um, Enrico Bussey Jr., I, you, know, you know, I would say. But I think I give my nod to Adrian Hardy. The way he high points balls is amazing. Um, when I did his um, his stats on my BSN score, I got a, uh, a BSN composite score for him around 53.2, um, which is, uh, I think, a pretty accurate uh, score for him. Um, kind of puts him in the same mold as a guy like uh, Muhammad Sanu. Um, you know, from Atlanta and Robert Foster from Buffalo. Um, last year in 2018, uh, Hardy caught uh, 75 passes for about uh, 1,145 yards and an additional six touchdowns. Um, you know, and of course that was in uh, in the Conference USA, so it wasn't the best of talent, but he showed out. Um, the game that really sticks out, they play LSU, I think, in the second game of last year. Hardy had 10 catches for 181 yards and two touchdowns, and most of that work was done against Greedy Williams, who was the second pick of the draft for the Cleveland Browns. Um, so the dude's no slouch. He's no slouch, averaging 18.1 yards a catch mainly against Greedy Williams, uh, who was arguably the best cornerback uh, in the draft last year, and now a, uh, a money-making guy there at Cleveland right now. So... Um, one thing that, that sticks out about me is the yards per target. Uh, uh, Hardy averaged 9.6 yards per target, which is very high for the NFL standards also. 
kind of ranks along the lines of Julio Jones and uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas. So um, he likes to get that ball. And when he gets the ball, he likes to get it uh, 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 at least at least at a first down average on his targets alone. We're not even talking about the catches. Um, if you talk about his yards per catch, I'm not mistakenly pulled up. He's has some pretty high numbers on yards yards per catch. Uh, uh, Adrian Hardy. Let's take a look. Let's take a look, guys. His yards per catch, which I don't have it on me, guys. I don't have it. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. But yeah, um, yeah, he's going to be a monster. I'm very eager to see how he's going to play against Texas this this weekend on Saturday. Um, looks like they'll have him. He, he, of course, is their best player in offense. Uh, so it looks like Texas will probably have a guy like Jalen Green lined up on him. Big physical um, uh, cornerback. Um, they might even have two, you know, like two guys on them, probably Jalen Green on them and somebody over the top, uh, maybe a guy like Hayden Stearns or Brandon Jones over the top of him. Make sure that he doesn't take the top of the field off on him. But the guy's amazing. Big physical receiver guy, 6'2", 200 pounds. Um, yeah, he's a he's a monster. Um, so uh, that is one wide receiver uh, that I that I tracked this year. Uh, let's go into another um, another player. Uh, let's look at when it comes to player, if you did Hardy, let's look at a guy like another wide receiver, Marquez Stevenson from the University of Houston. You talk about speed, you talk about jets. This guy has jets, y'all. This guy's fast. Um, he reminds me of Deshaun Jackson all the way. Uh, big time deep threat. Um, uh, you know, you know, so once I do my BSN numbers on the college side of the house, what I call a deep third is pass inside of 15 yards or more. Um, on the NFL side of the house, um, I call a deep third pass inside of 20 um, you know, yards or more. So for those numbers, uh, for the college side of the house, um, deep threat slash explosive plays, uh, Stevenson tallied 31% of his catches uh, were, were on the college side of the house um, explosive plays. Now, if you translate that to the NFL side of the house, that's still 20% of his catches were over 20 yards or more. Um, so very, very, very good. When you start looking at those wide receivers in the NFL uh, who had explosive play rates, uh, let's take a look. The guys who had 20, 20% of their catches um, being, being 20 yards or more are – Explosive plays, explosive plays. Here we go. Bam. Not many. It's not many at all. 20%. You only have one guy. It's Mike Williams. Mike Williams from the Chargers. 23%. Everybody else? No. Nothing. Nothing over 20. Let's make sure I got the right stat here. Oh, no. Sorry, guys. That's TD per percentage. Wrong metric. Wrong metric, guys. Bear with me here for a minute. Here we go. Explosive plays. Well, anyways, plays over 20 yards. Plays over 20 yards. Um, you had a couple guys had that. You had Tyreek Hill, 27. Mike Evans, 26. Julio Jones, 24, per se. Um, our guy here, uh, Marquez Stevenson, uh, he had – uh, 14 plays over 20 yards in only 13 games last year. 
uh, 23 plays over 15 yards. So yeah, he had a, he's very explosive. He's a go-to receiver, you know, um, you know, for Houston, uh, my BSN number for him, I have him as at 55.4, uh, very consistent with uh, Deshaun Jackson's um, in, in 2018, which was a 54.7. And Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin's a sneaky good guy at 56.2. Um, so, you know, all, you know, all three of these guys, great speed and also use on special teams as well. So, um, yeah, one thing about him, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, he actually scored touchdowns on 12% of his catches. Um, you know, just talking about Stevenson again, very, very dynamic, very explosive. Um, you know, so for reference on the 69 receivers in the NFL that were targeted 50 times or more, uh, the average TD per, per catch percentage is 8.4%. You know, so Stevenson definitely best at that number, um, at, at 12%. So I got a feeling that, that this kid's going to be playing on Sundays one day. Um, we just got to see he's, you know, there's two things you can't teach guys in the size and speed. Um, and he has a bunch of speed. Uh, so, you know, he'll definitely be on, on somebody's roster here. Um, so, you know, guys, uh, I think I gave you enough today. You know, we, we went over to NFL, uh, you know, had a couple guys in college that we, we went over, um, you know, so I, I think we're doing well here. You know, maybe we'll, we'll look at one more guy. This time we'll look at a, at a running back. Um, let's look at Chubba Hubbard, uh, from, uh, you know, from Oklahoma state. So Chubba Hubbard, uh, got to be the all time name award on the team. Right. You know, but, uh, this guy's amazing. Very explosive guy. Ran track in high school. Um, very, very, very explosive. Uh, shared the rock last year, um, in, in, in Oklahoma state with a forefront pick this year for Baltimore Ravens, Justice Hill. Um, but even though Chubba shared the rock with him, he, he still had 740 yards on the ground and averaged six yards per attempt. Hit seven rushing touchdowns, also caught 22 balls for another 229 yards at 10.4 yards of catch and another two touchdowns. Talking about this guy has wheels. He has wheels. Uh, so uh, one thing I can say about him, he, you know, I think Justice Hill last year was probably the more explosive back when it came to speed and being fast and and, and everything, even though Hubbard is very fast. And he showed it on, on his kickoff returns. Um, but uh, I think he was the more steady and the more complete back um, on that team. Um, but he has to get more explosive in, in games. We all know he's fast, but he has to get more explosive in games. Um, he only had uh, his his longest rush of the year was over uh, was 33 yards. Uh, so he has to be able to, you know, break off some runs that are, that are longer than 33 yards. Just get some, you know, 45 to 50 yard runs and above, you know, just to show your uh, explosiveness. Um, but even though he didn't have a rush, you know, over 33 yards, he still averaged six yards per attempt, which shows he's very steady and he's going to pound the rock and pound the rock hard. He can go inside, outside the whole nine. Um, he's one of those guys uh, that, you know, I can say he can be part of that elusive 40-40 club, you know, which is very hard to do. I think only five receivers, I mean, five running backs did it in college football last year, uh, which is 40 um, catches and 40 rushes. Um, so he has definitely the opportunity to do that now that uh, Justice Hill's not in there. Um, but when it comes to battle set numbers, let's look at Hubbard's battle set numbers. Um, he had a 54.3 rushing and a 65.6 for receiving. And he had a cumulative BSN rate uh, of 55.8. So, you know, so that's his total composite. And his running style is like a faster version of Matt Breida from the 49ers or a faster version of James Conner. I mean, these guys can really catch the ball at the backfield and they can really run where just, you know, you know, uh, in the tackles or, um, outside the tackles. Um, now when it comes to receiving, 
uh, Hubbard, uh, he had a BSN receiving rate of 65.6, right, uh, which would have finished fifth in the NFL rankings ahead of, uh, you know, backs like Saquon Barkley, Tevin Coleman, and Zeke. Um, so true game changer, very, very true game changer. The only thing that he needs to do is uh, be better with securing the ball. He had four fumbles last year. Um, if he didn't have those four fumbles, guys, let's say, for instance, if 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 Hubbard only had uh, one fumble, because he didn't carry the ball that much. He had 124 attempts. If he only had one fumble instead of four, his BSN number jumps up dramatically. And I'm going to do it for you on real time. His, his BSN number jumps up from 55.8 to a 67.15, which is amazing. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, he'll definitely get better on that, hopefully next year. Uh, well, you know, next week, um, unless it's not against uh, Texas. <laughs> you know, I'm a Texas guy. So, you know, hey, Chubb, you can do good in every game. Just please don't do good against Texas. But anyways, um, I think I'm going to wrap it up here today, guys. Um, so, you know, we went over uh, – the season review, the 2018 season, uh, the 2018 season review for the NFL for the wide receivers, uh, the running backs and the tight ends. Explain to you guys what the battle state number is um, and how I get it. I didn't give you the formula because that's my own uh, uh, formula. And um, went over a couple of college guys. You know, we'll we'll recap. Uh, you know, so Adrian Hardy is to the you know the dynamic wide receiver from. Uh, Louisiana Tech had an amazing game against LSU last year. Um, the next guy that we talked about was Marquez Stevenson, uh, the speedy, speedy wide receiver from um, Houston, um, and actually from my hometown of Shreveport, Louisiana, Ghost Shreveport. And uh, we went over, you know, the profile of Chubba Hubbard, uh, the running back from Oklahoma State. Um, so uh, let's see how these guys do. I got a feeling all three of those guys going to do really well this year. Um, but uh, thank you for listening to this first episode. Uh, you know, check us out on there, all the podcast streaming devices. Give us some likes, go subscribe, go follow, and give us some, you know, some five-star rankings if you can on Apple um, Podcasts. And uh, go check out my website, uh, com. And if you have any questions that you want me to answer, any players that you want me to evaluate, um, email me personally um at uh battlestatsports at gmail.com or you can just go to my website and go to the contact form and then it comes right to the email uh but um glad to have the first episode out the way i'll be doing these at least once a week guys um thanks for everything uh oh and one more thing since i am a texas guy i'm going to do texas efficiency ratings um so that'll definitely be up uh after the first game and after every game this year so you'll get a um, a great taste of how I do the analytics when it comes to the Texas um, football team. We'll go over the uh, overall offense and overall defense um, efficiency ratings, um, and then we'll we'll break down like the quarterback analysis, like the like the duel between the two quarterbacks. Or like, um, yeah. Anyways, I'm kind of rambling right now, but yeah. Subscribe. Give me some five star reviews. Go. Um, Just check me up on every podcast site you got. And thanks for listening.